so I've been trying to do this episode for a while. Just been busy and my voice sounds better today, but it's I was um having some allergy stuff. But um I've had the time now to do this episode and um hopefully it, it resonates for somebody. Um I'm just kinda in a in a fog, kind of, just because I um, lost a, a family member this morning, and it's like one of those situations where obviously nobody, you know, you don't want anyone to die, but um, it's one of those things where it's it's such a shock that it makes you kind of snap into like reality of you know. Uh, not just appreciating your life, but don't be, don't think that you always have time. Like I'm, I'm like mad time in your life. Like you gotta wake up and, and and like fight hard for whatever it is that you want, because um, you don't know how, how much time you have. And if your goal is to to leave some form of a legacy and you know um, achieve your goals and um, your purpose, then you gotta look at life like that like just focus really really focus on what you what you need to do and um you know appreciate the people excuse me that in your life and you know make your best effort so um yeah but i want the this episode is going to be called i think it's going to be called (laughs) embrace the uncertainty and allow your path to be shown. So basically, this I wanted to talk about um, as I like I've I've been doing is using this this episode this um this book called 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think. And I feel like lately, anytime I feel something, I just look at this book to see if they have anything <laughs> to resonate with it. So before today, I was feeling uncertain <clears throat> about um, where I was in life and still kind of am, but in a good way and more so like, okay, what's, what's about to transpire. (laughs) So there's two, um, two different chapters that I want to go through. The first one is, um, titled 18 little reminders for anyone who feels like they don't know what they're doing with their life. And then the other one is, um, 10 questions to ask yourself when you don't know where you should, where your life should go next. So we're, we're just going to, I'm just going to tackle these and read through and kind of go from there. So the first quit, the first uh, chapter, the 18 little reminders for anyone who feels like they don't know what they're doing with their life. Number one, nobody knows what they're doing with their lives. Some people have a better idea of what they're working toward But ultimately, none of us can accurately anticipate or summarize what our existence is about. Not yet. Number two, you decide what your life is destined by. The feeling of being lost isn't what happens when you go off path. It's when you forfeit control. It's what happens when you don't want to accept the course of events that have unfolded. Being found again is a matter of owning what happened to you and continuing to write the story. I like that one because... Uh, we aren't, you aren't lost. You're just living what you're supposed to live 
and you're you know like it says you are forfeiting control and so that makes it feel like you're lost because typically when you're in control you have an idea of where you're going where you want to go and what your path quote-unquote should look like so when you do surrender to god and allow the universe to to guide you you aren't going to know where you're supposed to go because the universe is only knows so you don't have a roadmap like so that's why you feel like that but it is a matter of just like hey this is where i'm at you know and i need to be here for a reason um number three jk rowling didn't know she was going to be one of the most famous writers in the world she was just writing a story for her kids Steve Jobs didn't know he'd be a pioneer of how humanity, why I say it like that, humanity, (laughs) sorry, interacts with technology. He was just a guy in his garage making a computer. Oprah didn't know she'd become the poster woman for self-improvement and success. She was just trying to do a job. You don't know, you don't need to know what you're doing to still do something extraordinary uh i like that because you know just a lot of these things that they these people that they just described they were just doing stuff that made them happy you know and it just happened to like be a success and make them money so kind of like me like doing the podcast you know i'll I'll be the next oprah you know Um, number four, there is no way you will be able to predict or plan what will be happening in five years from now. Facts. I don't even think I want to know. <laughs> like sometimes, especially now, like with so much things that have happened, I don't even, yeah, I, I kind of like have stopped being in that space of like, I want to know what happens next type of thing and just trying to survive now (laughs) um number five if you can predict and plan for that dream bigger try harder number six planning your life or having a cohesive idea of what you're doing isn't necessarily ambition it's more just a soothing notion focus instead on what you want to do with each and every day of your existence that's noble that's worthwhile that will get you somewhere Number seven, you owe nothing to your younger self. You are not responsible for being the person you once thought you'd be. Mm. That's an interesting one because uh, I don't know about you guys, but a lot of the times you see so much about this, you know, healing your inner child and being the woman or man or whatever you call yourself, um, that your younger self would want to to be or see, you know, and that, that way they would be proud of. But, like, having this perspective of, like, you don't owe your younger self anything, that's interesting. Like, yeah. Hmm. I have to come back to that one. I, I really don't even know what to say on that one. I think it's, it's, it is true in extent because you're, you know, just like right now, what, what age I am, my myself in five years or 10 20 years or whatever my older self isn't gonna owe me something right now you know like hmm. number eight you owe everything to the adult you are today you owe it to yourself to ask yourself what you like what you want what calls you what you need and what you deserve yeah like focusing on you just right now number nine do you know why 
you don't have the things you once thought you wanted because you don't want them anymore, not badly enough. And again, these are reminders when you don't know what what you're doing with your life. (laughs) Um, Number 10, it's likely that you're between realizing you don't want what you once did and giving yourself permission to want what you want now. Yeah, I definitely feel like I'm in that space. 11, give yourself permission to want what you want now. (laughs) Um, Number 12, if you want to change your life, stop thinking about how you feel lost and start coming up with actions you can take that move you in a direction, any direction that's positive. It's a lot harder to think your way into a new way of acting than it is to act your way into a new way of thinking. Again, let me read that. It's a lot harder to think your way into a new way of acting than it is to act your way into a new way of thinking. Number 13, nobody's life is as good as it looks online. Yes, you really should know that, especially in the social media world today. Um, That's more so for like the younger generation who grew up with everything online. Like everything online is not real. Number 14, nobody cares about your social media presence as much as you do. Number 15, social media has uniquely and distinctly made us ever more concerned with the next big goal. If you feel like you don't know what where you're going, where your life is going, excuse me, it's likely because you don't know what you want your next big impressive goal to be. That's true, because if you do use social media a lot and you see people getting married having kids and graduating with degrees and buying houses and you know traveling or you know moving out of state and all this other these other great accomplishments um then you kind of after a while start thinking about okay well I gotta do that next too maybe not the exact same thing but like your goals you start making these goals for yourself and it's not bad to have goals but I think it's saying if you already don't know where your life is going, you can kind of get lost trying to just follow somebody else's plan or somebody else's goals. Number 16, you don't need to accomplish anything to be a worthwhile human being. Very few people are actually meant to be extraordinary. That does not mean you cannot know contentment, love, joy, and all the real wonders of life. Number 17, your life is only ever as good as your perception of it is feeling or feeling lost or like you don't know what you're doing is only solved by learning to think about things differently that's all and number 18 stop asking what am I doing with my life and start asking what am I doing with today I like that because it is an overwhelming feeling when you start asking like what what is my life going what is you know like what is going on and you you or when you start setting all these goals and you're like I don't even know how to get there (laughs) and I know what I want to get but I don't even know how to get there and then you kind of just get overwhelmed with trying to figure it out and a lot of the times it's not to figure out it's to live for today and let those experiences continue to guide you to where you need to be so that you can accomplish these things you will accomplish them god is gonna make sure it happens it's just on his time so um those are the the, that those ones and then the other one i'm gonna go through is 10 questions to ask yourself when you don't know where your life should go next so number one if you had the life you think you want 
what would tomorrow be like? When you imagine the life you want, rather than focus on the elevator speech, I am this, I do this, you know, focus on the daily routine. If you had the life you think you want, what would you do tomorrow? How different would it be from what you're doing now? What from that vision can you actually start doing tomorrow? Hmm. I like that. As I'm reading it, I'm like thinking of stuff. And at first I'm like thinking big, like, all right, I would be, you know, waking up on an island and traveling or something. But then I'm like, really, I would be like doing my podcast, but like in the studio and making money, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, that's something I could work on. So number two, if social media didn't exist, what would you do differently? Would you dress differently? Feel bad about where you live? Care about what your apartment looks like? What choices would you make if you didn't feel they were being silently policed by the faceless mob of people that lie behind the screens of social media? What would matter? What would you do? Who would you be? Um, I personally don't. Yeah, I think that I agree with this. Again, I think it's like a generation thing. Like there are certain people who grew up on social media. So that's like that really does impact their lives and it can be personal personality too and just like different factors that come into why like certain people feel they are impacted by social media versus others um but it would be interesting like those same people who who live like that if they grew up in a time in the time where like I grew up where we didn't have social media. You didn't post your outfit. There was no get ready with me. There was no TikToks. There was no TikTok dances and all that stuff. Like we had dances, but it wasn't like on the so on on the computer. And you didn't have to. You didn't post your selfies and stuff like that. And you know, d- have a blog about your life and stuff. Like you just didn't do that. You just lived your life, and you shared it with people that were there. <laughs> and they're there you know you didn't but at the same time like we didn't know I think there are good things about social media because things like social media have have allowed people to have awareness of um certain things that go on in other states and other countries too because like the news is so uh it's like a propaganda and it's so like they're gonna they're gonna show what they want to show versus like with social media you know, it's, it is kind of ran by people where, you know, if something happens on the streets, people can whip out the phone, take a video and, and show it on their screen, on their social media, or even go live. And so those are, that's how a lot of the time I feel, um, when it was, a I wouldn't say a rise because I feel like it was always happening as far as like police violence and stuff. And, um, especially against black men and just black people in general. But when with social media, it just became more aware because that's when you started hearing about it in other states and stuff like that. You would only really hear about it wherever you lived versus like, like, you know, there was like back to back. Like if you think about it, some that situation like where it really kind of started, but not really because even I was what came to mind is like Trayvon Martin and how that whole situation was such a big thing on social media and and it started like the black lives matter and just like people riding and not riding but marching and uh really speaking out against uh his death and just you know more and more of the he wasn't killed by a police officer but the 
like uh, the other people who have been killed by police officers, um, uh, it just gave more awareness and people were really starting to hear about things. And, you know, certain people had this mindset that 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 didn't exist and stuff like that didn't exist so with social media it's not you can't lie you can't say you didn't know because nobody there's nobody really on this earth who does not nobody on this earth but most people unless you're like really like not into social media at all you're gonna know about these type of things right so just brought more awareness and um so social media does play a role in that and like making people see things, um, for what they are and how things are going on. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's interesting to say like, what would matter to you? What, what, who would you be without social media? Because a lot of people, that's an interesting one. Cause a lot of people make money off of being a social media person, because a content creator or whatever. So it's like, who would you, who would you be able to do that without social media? Like even the podcast, this podcast, like, yeah, I probably could do the podcast, but it would be very hard for me to reach people in certain audiences. Like I have people that listen out of state, out of the country. I wouldn't really, I'm not really sure how I would have reached them, um, without posting on social media, whether it be Instagram and TikTok and and Facebook and stuff like that. And, and getting the word out that way, because people click on something and then it leads them to, you know, a lot of times that has happened. People have been led to my podcast just from clicking on something or for me being an interview, uh, being interviewed on other podcasts, which again, that wouldn't really happen unless it had social media, because that's how I ended up connecting with those other podcasters is through social media. So for that, I'm very thankful for social media because that's like the, the one way that I keep being able to like get things going and expand my podcast. So, um, yeah. Number three, if nobody would know what you did with the rest of your life, what would you do? If your life wasn't the slightest bit performative, if there was nothing you could get from doing something other than just the act of doing it, how would you spend your time? What would you be interested in doing? What would energize you? Uh, that's an interesting one. Definitely would do a lot of, um, well, wait, what does it say? If nobody knew, if nobody would know what you did with the rest of your life, what would you do? Definitely would sleep a lot. I would <laughs> travel, um, spend a lot of time with family and friends and do things that I like to do. I wouldn't work. I would just be having fun all the time and relaxing. All right, number four. Oh, this is kind of grim. If you died yesterday, what would you most regret? Forget imagining if you died tomorrow. What if you were already dead? What would you regret the most? What would you wish you had done differently? Saw differently, responded to differently? Um, this one, it's definitely something to think about because, you know, like I said earlier in this episode, I just recently lost a family member. Um, and, um, man, I mean, I don't know. I think if I guess if I had to regret something, it would just be, um, not, not taking more risks, right? There's a risk that I want to take that I have in mind that I've been hemming and hung about. And I've been talking to my friend back and forth. And he's just like, yo, just do it. (laughs) 
<laughs> he's like, you, you, you're asking too many questions and you're, you're trying to plan too much. Just do it. And I'm like, yeah, but like, but he's like, no, there is no buts. Like, just do it. And so, you know, I think what I would do differently and what I need to do differently is just to just do stuff and not try to always think that you have to have it all together before you can make your move. Um, and so, yeah. <laughs> um, number five, if you could choose five things that matter most to you, what would they be? Whether you realize it or not, your life will fundamentally be built off of the few things you care about the most. When it's not, it will feel out of alignment at best or off the rails at worst. Fulfillment is living in accordance with what we genuinely value. Um, so, let me think about that one. You could choose five things that matter most to you. What would they be? Um, five things that matter to me, my family, my friends, well, my family, because my friends are like, my friends' friends are like my family um matter to me um my health um thank you um i'm trying to think about like is it items or actual things all right so my family slash friends my health um being able to do whatever i want um travel and like see the world and just live life freely and um having having my own family and um being able to share life with somebody um and and like having that type of fulfillment because I know doing that would just continue to spark me to do even more greater things and take even more risks um so yeah so what in your life do you feel a subtle unexplainable nudge what gives you a feeling of subtle unexplainable enjoyment what do you like even though you don't understand why you like it these are the things to pay attention to these are the things that are real your mind is responding to what you think you like your emotions are responding to what actually resonates uh for me it would be the podcast to be honest like I like doing the podcast it I do get a nudge to do episodes when I get in that lazy space or like even today like my mind has really been in a fog I've been kind of just like processing what the news that I've heard but um I've also been trying to like continue not continue on my life but still operate in a like not sit and sulk and just kind of keep it going and doing the podcast was something that came to mind it was something that I had been wanting to do this week anyway but um I just felt like all right I need to talk I need to like (laughs) express some stuff and get this off my chest and at my head and so I would say that is something that's when I that's something that always gives me a nudge is to just talk and, and do an episode do the podcast work on it different ways to expand it Number seven, if you knew nobody would judge you, what would you do with your days? If you would only be praised for your work, for your life, and for your choices, which would you make? What would you do? Um, 
well, honestly, I don't care. <laughs> so I'm probably not the best person to answer this question because I don't care. I don't need to be praised for what I'm doing. I'm doing what I want. Um, if you don't like it, that's your problem. <laughs> so I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> so, um, and I definitely don't do things in praise for work. I don't, I do what I do and I do my best. And I know I'm a good worker, so I don't need to prove to anybody and I don't need anybody to praise me. Just pay me. Give me my money. So um, in my life, my life is for me to live. Um, And the people that know me know how I get down and that's how I live. And you're going to be judged. I mean, um, even if you say that you knew nobody would judge you, um, what would I do with my days? I'm doing the same thing I'm doing now. I'm living how I want to live. <laughs> um, so yeah, I would make the choices that I, I would still make the same choices because I'm, I would do things for me. For the only person that I only judgment I'm looking to that actually like forms of judgment that matter to me is from God and like family a little bit, but even that is like, eh, they'll be all right. You know, like, <laughs> Um, you have to live for you. Um, number eight, what are you struggling with the most right now? Interestingly enough, the things that plague you the most deeply are signals towards where you most, where you must move next. If your deepest issue is not having a romantic relationship, the next phase of your life will likely need to involve at least trying to develop that. Mm. The things that you're struggling with the most right now can tell you what you really want and toward which direction you should step. That's interesting. Yeah. So that's whatever you're struggling with is what is probably what you need to get into the next. Number nine. What do you already have going for you at this present moment? The mantra of any major life change should always be start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. There is no other way to get anywhere. What do you already have going for you at this present moment? So I like that what it says, start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. And that is kind of like the mantra to use uh, for your next steps, because you just got to be where you are in the present. Use what you got to get and do what you can to get where you want to be. Number 10, the last one. If you had to live tomorrow on repeat for the rest of your life, what would you do? Or put another way, if you live today on repeat forever, where would you be? What would you have accomplished? Would you be thriving at work? Would you have made time for the people you love? Would you have written a book or played music or be spending your money in a healthy way? Would you be dressing like yourself and enjoying the sunrise and eating in a way that will sustain you over the long term? Your life exists in its days, not in your ideas about those days. Your habits accumulate and begin to default. Imagining that you'll never grow out of them is the fastest way to a reality check. So, like it says, if you had to live tomorrow on repeat or today, what would you do? I would be making, I would do all the things that I love to do. <laughs> like, I really would. Because if I if I knew I had to repeat over it every day, I'm going to be happy because I'm going to do what, be doing what I love. So, I'm going to do whatever I want. <laughs> um, yeah, I like those questions, though. I like those thought. Those were some thoughtful things. Um, again, there's the that one was there's no such thing. No, wait, no, sorry. That one was 10 questions to ask yourself when you don't know where your life should go next. So really, it was just about like 
figuring out your next steps in life and what that looks like and things to ask yourself when you feel stuck. Um, and again, you no one you you shouldn't feel like you're stuck. You're you're not stuck. You're you have learned to release control, and now you are in a space where you are allowing yourself to be guided to where you're supposed to be. So don't forget that. Don't say you're stuck. Don't say you're lost. Say I'm where I need to be, and comfort yourself with that idea. As as uncomfortable that can as that can be. Um, it is a comforting feeling to know that this is where you're supposed to be at right here, right now, at this moment, you're supposed to be listening to this podcast. I'm supposed to be making this podcast and, um, whatever's going to be is going to be. So being open to what that looks like in your life. So I hope this was helpful. Um, And as always, I'm your host, Chanel. This is Black Hippie Lounge Podcast. If you can, rate and review the podcast. Follow on all platforms. Um, I would say I'm trying to, to, to keep the routine going with the whole ending, like, exiting message. Um, I would say make sure you, you check in on your loved ones. Um, yeah. So, as always, I'm your host, Chanel. This is Black Hippie Lounge. Thank you for listening. As always, meditate, manifest, and invest in you. Have a great rest of your weekend and a good start to your week. Meditate, manifest, invest in you. Join me on my spiritual journey as I elevate myself and like-minded listeners to a higher level mentally, physically, and spiritually. Thank you for listening. This is Black Hippie Lounge, and I am your host, Chanel.